Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That is right. Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 123. Yes, one, two, three. It's easy as ABC, or maybe it's the other way around. I can't. Yeah, it's I don't know. the other way around. Yeah, A, well, B, I teased C. that I was going to do this as last easy week. As one, think. two, three. I could have looked up the lyrics in the meantime. I mean, you had uh, five or six days. <laughs> yep. Justin Morissette with you, as always. And with me, once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. And, uh, yeah, only... Uh, only 1,112 uh, more episodes until one, two, three, four. Tell me that you love me more. <laughs> yeah, and then we can play Feist at the end of the episode. Exactly. As opposed to so, this yeah. week where we only like, are contractually uh, obligated to only play like the Jackson 5. S- only like 17 more years. <laughs> Something to People, look forward to. <laughs> yeah. People won't even remember Feist, but they'll be like, who, what? She was in By Divine Right. Which is, of right. course, the band that starts us off That's every right. single episode. By divine right. So it, Just, was, it uh, was meant to be. It's like the way I was brought to this earth. <laughs> All right. That's why my initials are JC. <laughs> and if, if with any luck, in a couple days, you will die for our sins. <laughs> Well, that's not what Christmas is, but uh, but okay. I guess that's Easter. Yeah, yeah it true. is. Yeah, Christmas is his birthday. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I get one. I get one extra special present on Christmas <laughs> from Jesus. <laughs> no, I actually my birthday because my that's a, like a little inside baseball because my, my I have the same birthday as my grandpa. So I've on that side of the family, I have eleven cousins. And so we didn't really get that much for our birthdays, but my grandpa always bought me a special present and no one else because we had the same birthday. Uh, You also have the same birthday as spooky things. I couldn't even think of a single. You have the same birthday as Frankenstein. There we go. Dracula. (laughs) Yes, everyone knows. That's why it's uh, so ironic. But all of the 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 famous monsters are born on October 31st. The mummy, he's there. Uh, the Invisible Man, probably. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, every ghost. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Clayface, but that's a Batman villain. Dracula. Hey, hey let's uh, let's see the Invisible Man's birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to say. I'm holding it up right did, did now, you guys, Seven. Did, did you guys notice that I dropped out for like a minute there? I um, did, yeah. I didn't notice. No, okay. But uh, you're okay. back now in in picture. We only had your audio yeah. earlier. Now I can see yeah, your handsome I, face. Because sometimes yeah. you sometimes you just don't talk for that long. So I didn't. No, I know. And then I came back, and you guys were like in the middle of a conversation, and it wasn't like, oh, should, let's wait until Stefan gets back. It's right. Yeah. 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 We didn't. Which I think was that was the correct move. So. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. Um, I do want to say, though, before we go any further, that I feel like a lot of people are tuning in this week expecting it to be our big Christmas spectacular. Because oh, yeah. we did promise last week that we would be back with 12 segments of Christmas. Yes. And that 
has not been the case. Uh, we are going to be doing 12 segments of Christmas, but we just decided that, uh, you know what, we miss our beautiful boy so much that we, we want to wait until he's here with us in person. So next week, despite the Are fact that Christmas <laughs> will already have happened, we're going to do our 12 segments of Christmas then as yes. our kind of year-ender. And then following that will, of course, be the top 10 uh, Clips of the Year countdown, which yes. is, I think, everybody's favorite show every year. Everyone loves that. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I, I think we have a clear contender for Clip of the Year in our Clip of the Week this week. But, John, you kind of ran down the list for me before we started recording yeah. today. And it has been an incredible year for clips of the week. I'm really uh, excited to see how the votes are going to shake down. So remember, folks, uh, this is entirely determined by you and your votes, yeah. and you need to be part of the Facebook group to do that. So head on over to facebook.com slash groups slash show to make your voice heard. That's right. And so, yeah, I'll be posting that probably sometime after this episode comes out and getting everyone, uh, or maybe next week. I don't know. I'll post it whenever I feel like <laughs> Okay. And then we'll uh, then we'll go over it together, or like you guys will vote. And then, uh, yeah. But Stefan, I'm sure everybody is wondering after last week's big cliffhanger, uh, how was Dave and Buster's? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was it was really fun. Uh, we played the there was a Mario Kart game. We played that like an um, arcade Mario Kart. Yeah, so it was like four carts in a row, and you could race other people. That sounds um, sweet. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, but like. It, it's weird. I don't know if Rob mentioned it on the show. Uh, no, you know what? I think it was Jesse who told me uh, earlier in the day, uh, and he was right, is that most of the games are based on, like, popular mobile games. Um, so there's, like, a lot of Flappy Bird, uh, Angry Birds, uh, that Green Pig one. Um, That's Angry Birds. They had a, uh, that is Angry Birds, yeah. No, no, it was a, it was a different pig. It's, the, it's that... Um, it's not Angry Birds. It's someone will know what it was. Well, I'll just uh, please, it was not. I'm just going to Google. Green it wasn't the pig. pig. Angry Birds. Please write Green in. Green Pig game. And tell us. Um, yeah, that's weird. Uh, the weirdest game they had was they had a, a Frogger uh, style game and it was Pirates of the Caribbean themed. And then the Pirates of the Caribbean characters were like in like Minecraft mode. Okay. And it was Frogger. Uh, and it was the stupidest game I've ever seen in my. So in my is it uh, is it Green Pig Live Septic Tank treatment? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Okay, so that's no, I'm gonna look. No, I'm looking it up. It says, uh, uh, "Yeah, that's weird though." It's not everything like... with Green Pig that comes up is Angry Birds. Or there's a game called <laughs> Kick Out Green Pigs. This is a game with no, characters it's... from Angry Birds in which you try to remove the e- evil pigs. There's also maybe a, it's a it might not be a you know what it might not be a pig it might have been a different animal. Well, that would make then sense. You're completely throwing us off the trail here. Jesus Christ! But it might have, might have been like a hippo or something. Did you even uh, did you even go to no, Dave and Buster's? You know what it was? No, no, it's this little green. Fuck. Okay. Uh, oh my god. Well, this is the worst. I know. I know exactly the one I'm talking about now. Uh, anyway, as long keep as you going. do. It's I'm, called um, Cut the Rope. Mm. Oh yeah. That's a yeah. mobile you know game for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great game. Okay. Yeah, I I mixed him up because they did have an Angry Birds one too. It's like a little. A it's like a little monster. Yeah, he's say. like a lizard or some sort of weird yeah. dinosaur thing. I'm yeah, surprised probably that like a it's... dinosaur. Cut the rope. Uh, I'm looking it up to see what they say is the guy is. Yeah, he's just like a little monster. It looks like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's not like a classic arcade though. I was expecting you to be able to play like 
all of these, you know, arcade classics and it's all well, just they had, mobile uh, game bullshit. It, mo- it was mostly mobile game, um, but they had uh, the world's biggest Pac-Man and they had like, I mean, they had like Big Buck Hunter and uh, like House of the Dead and a couple of things like that. Uh, one of the Terminator games, one of the Jurassic Park games. The one where you're in the um, Jeep? I th- yeah. Was it Lost World? It might have been like a newer one actually because they so. were, it was all pretty new. Okay. Um, I just want you to know that this sounds awful. That I had like such lofty expectations in my mind of how good this was going to be, and ultimately, it doesn't sound very good at all. I'm I'm glad that Dave and Buster's doesn't exist in Canada. Did I, did I drop out in the middle of describing my burger? You did, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it keeps it keeps cutting out at like the exact same time, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but the burger was good. Uh, it had a steak <laughs> on it. It had what on it? A steak. Oh, so oh. it was a steak sandwich? No, there's a burger and then there's a steak on top of the burger. <laughs> okay, wait, what? <laughs> that yeah. sounds well, it horrible. Like a, it was a Philly cheesesteak, so it was like cut up. Okay. But it was Still, on top of that it. sounds like not something I would and want. The best appetizer, I, I will recommend this to anyone going to Dave and Buster's. I forget what it's called, but it was like some sort of pepperoni pretzel bite. And it's it's like a giant pretzel. And it's sliced up, and then they put cheese and pepperoni on top of it. So it's like this pizza kind of thing, but it's it's made of pretzel. Are you sure it was a, a pepperoni uh, pizza pretzel bite, or was it like a potato chip? No, it was – okay, I'm going to look this up right now too because I, I don't want to repeat <laughs> the green pig thing. Uh, uh, according to Wikipedia, he is just a green creature, and his name is Omnom. Oh, okay. And uh, there is a cut-the-rope game called My Omnom, uh, and in this game, the player has their own Omnom to feed, dress up, and play with. It includes like some simple Tamagotchi? games. Yeah. It has some simple games to play with Omnom and is similar to having a Tamagotchi pet. That sounds Okay, awful. it was called the Pepperoni Pretzel Pull-Apart. Okay. Because you pull it apart, and it, it was really good. Cool. And this is what you recommend for people visiting Dave & Buster's. Yeah, and then we pooled all of our uh, points together during the night, and we got uh, a little helicopter for the office. Ooh. And uh, Rob broke it. So uh, he rode it. He broke it. Oh, broke broke it. it. (laughs) I said he rode it. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, it's like this big. Uh, It was fun. Well, it lasted. I think it still flies. It just doesn't have uh, half the leg fell off. So so it can't land anymore, but it could still fly. No, and it can't take off unless you're holding it. Ah, yeah. So wait, do kids go to this place? No. Uh, Well, I think kids are allowed to go, but they have to be accompanied by adults. But it's very much like a 21 plus uh, the drinks are the fucking stupidest shit I've ever seen. They had, uh, they have glow in the dark adult snow cones. It just sounds like yeah. a tribute to like American decadence. The entire it is. model from top it to is. bottom, but like not good, like not good American. De- <laughs> like, like what someone from Huntsville, Alabama thinks decadence is. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty decadent. I can get steak on my burger. <laughs> there was a lot of, there were a lot of TVs, uh, and there were there were sports on the TVs, uh, and we had a private room in the back. Ooh. And they would bring us drinks. Whoa! So, uh, like, That's uh, where you brought the strippers. Uh, no, uh, there was a guy dressed as Donkey Kong who like took his tie off. <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah, Donkey Kong jumped out of a barrel, a barrel shaped yeah. cake. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, I guess you were in like the high roller room. 
the back of a fucking arcade. Yeah. It was literally called the boardroom. Oh. And it, it looked like a boardroom. B-O-R-E-D. So. I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese again as an adult. Now. Yeah, why not? Right? See how it holds up. I hey, feel like I need to have a child who's either. having a birthday, though. That's the only way they let adults in there at this point. Is it? Probably. I don't know. Could I just go? Because well, I feel I like I'd there's be no an res- adult in the middle of a bunch of well, kids' birthdays. Yeah, it'd be weird, but I don't think there's any like rule again. I don't think they're going to be like, sir, do you, are you with a child? <laughs> <laughs> like it, like uh, adults must be accompanied by children. Yeah. It's like the reverse rule. Yeah. Um, if you want to sit in this section of Chuck E. Cheese, so did, you must have a child with you. Did you guys see that news story this week about the guy in New York who was arrested for fraud after he had made a yes. million dollars? Uh, selling Chuck E. Cheese tokens as bitcoins. I think that turned out to be fake, unfortunately. Oh, really? It was the same same, uh, website that said uh, uh, Ajit Pai slid into Mia Khalifa's DMs, uh, which obviously did not happen. Oh, okay. Uh, I know. So it's it's just, too good to be true. It was a very funny story, though. It's one of those like satirical news sites mm. that doesn't understand what satire actually is. Yeah, like there's no evidence that it's... Yeah, no, they don't try to... There's there's nothing saying, oh, this is a joke, like, by the is, way. Like, it's not like smart enough to be like The Onion, where it's like, okay, well... This is, this is obviously a joke. This yeah. is yeah. making some sort of social commentary that yeah. is yeah. funny to me. Yeah, no, that's That's cool. too bad. I really thought that guy was a hero. Well, well, I know. It would have been great. I guess, though, it makes sense, because like, what could you really arrest him for, you know? It's not a crime to separate a fool from their money, is it? Well, yeah. No, that is like, that's fraud. It's fraud. It's like the definition of fraud. But like, wouldn't you know looking at the thing that it's a fucking Chuck E. Cheese token? I don't know. But again, it didn't happen though, right? That's true. That's true. Here's a fun trivia question. What does the E in Chuck E. Cheese stand for? Entertainment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we've done this before. I think I did too. I was going to say Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's right. I was going to say eat them like a cheese, but right. I know that that's wrong. I think that's and what I guess And Scooby-Doo's name is apparently Scoobert Dubert. <laughs> so true. And speaking of people's real names, or full names, I should say, uh, I don't know how real they are. but we Yeah, have- and I've definitely, we have a lot of fake names <laughs> that have donated to this show. I'm assuming that's what you're segueing yes, into. Yes, exactly. We have some people to thank this week for... Sure. Uh, Keeping the lights on yes, around here. Absolutely. So in, in my house. Yes. <laughs> and, and in my house also. Yeah, thank you for keeping the lights on in my house. I don't have a job. <laughs> I mean, I do, but yeah. it helps, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's uh, this is a pointed dig at me as the yeah, two no. of you have full-time employment. No, it's not a dig at you. No? Okay. No, it's just uh, I'm just saying in my life I... I just don't specifically use this money for the hydro bill. <laughs> but also, um, Justin, like t- you have two part-time jobs and you have this, which essentially is a full-time job. Yeah, no, I have several part-time jobs and yeah. independent contract work. So yeah, yeah. That, it, it adds like up. The reality of like being a millennial. Is exactly. That, like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. A full-time job is exceedingly rare. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Though two out of three of us have found a way to do it somehow, apparently. Yeah, for nine years. <laughs> oh yeah, not, I mean not for us. But. Yeah, yeah, it's been totally normal for me. I went to school for the for the specifically for the job I have, and then I got the job right after I was done school. Well, in some ways that was like me, but I would have to just. That's keep, true, but you did have to live in Chet. Yeah, I would have to keep living in small towns to continue working full time like right. that. 
and that's a nightmare. But I'm making it happen. Yeah, you're making I'm a, it happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm a success story. I'm an inspiration oh. to the people out there. Yeah, absolutely. And they are so inspired that they choose to give us money absolutely. to help us continue doing it. You, too, can work 26 hours a week <laughs> if you just put your mind to I it. I work more than that, I know I you do. I'm just joking. <laughs> It's just it's all jokes. You think I keep a track of your work schedule? Sometimes. <laughs> That's fair. I do actually think about it sometimes. I'm like, oh, I just had three Canucks games this week. That's eighteen hours. <laughs> anyway, uh, should we thank these donors? Yeah, let's these, do it. These feel like real names. Uh, first uh, donor. Oh, do we got to play that theme song? Yeah, let's do it. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. Uh, This comes from the 14th Sam that listens to our show. Thank you very much to Sam Carlisle. Sam Carlisle. Yeah, pledging $5. Well, I don't want to assume it's pronounced Carlisle. It could be Carlisle. No, that's Uh, Carlisle for sure. Welcome to uh, the Sam's Club. Yes, exactly. Sam's Club. Yeah, no, no, no one's ever thought of that. I would say, and uh, yeah, it's great. I assume it's not taken anymore. I don't think. I'm pretty sure there's still Sam's Club. I at think Walmart. Sam's Club is still around at Walmart. No. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Sam's Club is still around. I was thinking of Sam the Record Man. He's he's uh, long since deceased. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sam's Club is with Costco, I think. No. Uh, what? Stefan has left the call again. Oh my god! What a nightmare. God damn it. I don't know what it is because literally my internet is fine. Wi-Fi. I do apologize for making this more difficult, guys. Wi-Fi in LA, just a true disaster. No, I I lived with it too. Yeah, trust I me. I know. I know it's bad. I'm I'm not, I'm agreeing with it being bad. Sorry, what did you say, Stefan? You're talking about Costco. Well, yeah, Sam's Club is like Walmart's Costco. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Um, maybe, Named after Sam Walton. Maybe uh, the problem is the founder of Walmart. The repeal of net neutrality. This is our first episode recorded yes. post net neutrality. Yeah, that is, yeah. Maybe that is true. They yeah. hate. Uh, they hate our podcast specifically. Specifically, brought, everything else is fine. Yeah, um, pornos been fine. All the important stuff. Ajit Pai uh, is like real good show number <laughs> one on the hit list. Hey, it's because we're trying to make pie illegal, right? So. <laughs> That's true. Hey. That's true. That was a great joke. Yeah, well uh, done. Thank you to Sam Carpile. <laughs> I don't know. That's not. It's <laughs> that nothing. That was nothing. It was nothing. But I realized after I said Carpile, I'm like, oh, that's kind of like an act. It's like a car accident. It's kind of cool, I guess. Anyway. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. And thank you to uh, Jesse McMillan for pledging 569. Very nice. Our favorite Jesse. Yes, exactly. Definitely our favorite Jesse. There's no doubt about it. I don't even think we know any other Jesses, do we? Uh, I guess he just wins by default. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to I, Jesse McMillan. I couldn't think of anyone. Top Jesse. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thanks to those people. Thank you to Sam and Jesse. I feel lost without the Seek Geek ad, honestly. Really? Like, I have like a mental map of how, how everything is supposed, supposed to, to shake down. And cool. I'm just... Uh, well, last week you did a fake I'm ad. I'm adrift. Yeah, and I'm not doing that again because yeah, no, I did was... not enjoy the product I advertised. No, I don't enjoy... Hey, I don't I'm do. just going to... Can I say this now? StubHub is way fucking better. Yeah, you can say it. You can say whatever you want. 
it's like it's it's legitimately better. Yeah. They're not going to be listening. Hey, SeatGeek didn't even listen to these episodes when they were paying to put their ads on it. So I'm not well, too worried. Well, they listened to like two episodes and they picked the two wrong episodes to listen to. Well, I mean, you know, what's wrong and what's right, you know? Well, they specifically told us what was wrong in an email. They laid it yeah, all Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they definitely like we know what's wrong. They definitely did do that. Yes. But, but a little bit of a tease for you guys, because I think we're going to do a uh, bonus episode that's entirely uh, about uh, SeatGeek. <laughs> we're going to be burning a bridge with a sponsor, uh, which I don't think, I can't foresee that having any negative repercussion. Uh, no, in the future with like attaining another sponsor. They're not going to be like, well, these guys uh, uh, put an episode behind a paywall. They, they charge people money on a, uh, a, a ticket startup uh, that was sponsoring them. Um, but I, I think we should be safe. Like, we'll, we'll sponsor them. That I can't see that happening to us. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they're not going to look at what's behind the paywall. I don't believe so. The episode's going to be called, like, uh, Suck My Dick, Seat Geek or something. <laughs> <Yes. so. laughs> exactly. I think that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Yeah. SMDSG, baby. Um, and yeah. nothing, nothing will, you know, of course, promote future donations like advertising that sweet, sweet content coming soon to the donor feed. Well, we'll have lots. And the Hexmas episode. Yeah. Which, which I'm, is insane. I'm very excited about that. Going and the Heavyweights episode. We've released week. that, right? Yeah, we already put that out. Did yeah. we? Yeah. And we're recording. I didn't uh, even know that. When did we put it out? Like two weeks ago. Oh, fuck. We're, we're recording another mailbag after this one comes to a That's close. Right. It's all happening. Uh, but this is not technically... Did you link the heavyweights thing in the Facebook group? Yeah, I think so. How did I miss yeah, that? Maybe I didn't, actually, because I put it I was at the same say, time as another I episode. think that's what it was, because I was I like... I just didn't promote it. I, felt I like dropped we it, but I didn't oh, promote okay. it. okay. I felt like we never... Uh, I, I didn't... I, yeah, because I remember it being like, oh, I never saw it on... Got it. Okay, well, my joke d- uh, doesn't stand. No, that's fine. I understand. Uh, <laughs> it was a mistake. Rob Wisman was on the episode. I should have promoted it more. I feel like... Well, yeah. you can still promote it. If you send me the link, I'll uh, I'll tweet about it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, enjoy uh, enjoy the heavyweights. Yeah, if you're listening episode. right now, I'm glad that you get to uh, listen in on this little business meeting we're having at the moment. Yeah. So how are you guys going to spend your Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> Have you allocated Probably, any of that to Hydro? Get to, uh, well, some of it's going to Hydro. Yeah. Yeah. Members yet? Some of it is going to uh, Christmas gifts, of course. Oh, yes. This, it is Christmas. This holiday up. season. Yeah, speaking of Christmas. Have you guys done your Christmas shopping yet? No, not really. Yeah, I just finished today. And uh, I will say... This is my first Christmas with my new nephew, Beckett, and uh, he's a very sweet boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I went shopping just for him today. I had finished everyone else. Did you go to Babies R Us? I did. I went to Toys R Us and Babies R Us, and I went to Hip Baby and uh, bought a sweet onesie. Hip Baby. Yeah, it's on uh, 4th and Arbutus. And it's a clothing store? Yeah, it's like a clothing store for babies, but it's like for hipster they babies. They sell like fedoras and little like vape <laughs> pocket vapes? <laughs> yeah, they spe- yeah I, bought, I bought Beckett a vape pen. I thought, get him started early. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I got him a sweet little Care Bears vape pen. Yeah, with applesauce vape <laughs> juice. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like yeah. a pacifier that you can vape from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Vape pacifier. Everybody's heard of it. Oh fuck. We there's an ad that plays on the station at work for Easy Vape. They're like one oh, of yeah, our yeah. big sponsors for Canucks games, apparently. Oh yeah. And it's like when you need to know that your e-juice is is Canadian made, come to Easy Vape. That's I'm like, what I'm I thinking. can't 
imagine can that is sponsor us how is like that sounded amazing you basically nailed the ad read <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so i'll just clip that out and send it to them send it to them and be like, say hey. i can do this every week yeah yeah i i definitely know yeah. like there's a big market for ethical vaping <laughs> So yeah. it's nice to know I that they I want to support my local mom and pop vape yeah. producers. Hey, man, listen, this cotton candy vape tastes amazing. <laughs> but was it made in Canada? Because otherwise I cannot get behind it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, this is straight from Moose Jaw. Oh, I need to sick, know man. that my vape juice was produced within like a 100 kilometer radius of where I am. Absolutely. <laughs> Farm to table. <laughs> Farm to table vapes. It's ironic that uh, there's a pacifier uh, vape pen for babies because uh, the vape pen is uh, for society. Uh, well, you, you cut out there, you but cut I'm, assuming right you said, the I'm assuming you said that the vape pen is a pacifier for society. Did I actually fucking cut out there? Yeah. yeah. Society? Like right in the Are middle you of your punchline. Yeah. yeah. I thought you guys were doing a bit where, because my joke was really bad. You were like, you looked at each other like, <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't a great out. joke either. I thought it was a great joke. It really made me reflect on like the nature of society. Yeah. Yeah. I, can, I sit, can I go again? Yeah. Go yeah. do it. Okay. So uh, you remember earlier in the show, uh, like, like 45 seconds ago, I was like, uh, the. Uh, uh, there's a vape, like theoretically, wouldn't be if there was a if there was a vape pen for babies, because uh, John was baby, uh, he was shopping for a baby uh, for his nephew uh, Beckett. <laughs> vape uh, pens for babies, it would be maybe shaped like a uh, like a soother or like a pacifier. Um, and uh, and it's like, well, it's kind of uh, ironic uh, that it was a uh, the it's a vape pen a pacifier because a, va- a real vape pen for adults for like for guys like me, me and you, uh, is like a it's a pacifier for uh, society. <laughs> I am oh, honestly man. amazed that what you just said took about fifteen times <laughs> as long as what you said before, and it did not cut out. I know one I was just wa- I was time. really praying it was going to cut out when you got to the punchline again. I wanted it more than I've almost wanted anything in the world. Oh, what did you get back at for uh, so, Christmas, though? So Hip Baby was, was dope. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, no, they just have like a bunch of, uh, yeah, like uh, honestly, like kind of like cool toys and stuff. And then they had like all the clothes were like, instead of just being like your basic onesies, they were like either like really fancy onesies. Like I got him a bamboo onesie. So it's real, just real comfy. Oh, I yeah. want my nephew to be comfy. It's really sweet. It's like a navy blue and it's got like planets and stars and stuff on it. And then it's got like lime green uh, handsies and booties. Yeah, so when I think uh, comfort, I think the hard plant made entirely of wood. <laughs> well, bamboo's not made of wood. Yeah, what the well, yeah, it is. Have it you is, ever touched bamboo? That's just wood. Yeah, it is wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's made of itself. Yeah, it's made of itself. <laughs> you would say bamboo's made of wood. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, make bamboo, bamboo of- out of cedar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's uh, bamboo <laughs> happened when uh, when British settlers brought cedar trees to Japan. Heavily, <laughs> heavily treated the wood after having carved it on their boats. Yeah, we planted cedar. <laughs> we planted. <laughs> I like the idea. Here you go, Beckett. I got you a onesie made out of uh, Vietnamese punji sticks uh, that we pulled out of uh, a prisoner of war. <laughs> 
Come on, uh, a fucking bat. Yeah, here, uh, here. Uh, put this on your baby. Uh, it's wood. Okay, well, it's it's. Uh, you guys, you it, ever bought some? This is obviously your first nephew. <laughs> yes. Classic, but, uh, classic rookie nephew mistake. Yeah, uh, I know. I, yeah, buying, uh, clothes made out of wood. Yeah, my sister's probably gonna freak out. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god, Johnny, really wood clothes?" I mean, they make clothes out of like melted down pop bottles and stuff too. Right? Hell yeah, man. Like synthetic. That's what happened at my first Christmas as a baby. Is my parents bought me all uh, wood clothes. And then I <laughs> second year of my life, just uh, they just were taking splinters out of my. Clomping around in a fucking suit of armor. Dogs and everything. I mean, it was it was a disaster. It would have fucked up pretty bad, but that's okay. <laughs> What did you get, Beckett, though? Okay, so I got him that onesie, and it is made of, like, the bamboo. If you've never had, like, bamboo sheets or anything like that, they're very, very comfortable. It's a cotton that they make out of bamboo. It's not made out of wood, Stefan. Uh, but very comfortable. But, yeah, the store has, like, little button-ups for babies and sweaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it's, like, I guess, like, hip baby or whatever. So I got him that. And then I got him a, uh, I got him a custom onesie because I always call him uh, Big Bad Beckett. So I got him a custom onesie with Hell that. Hell, yeah. Um, so that'll be dope. And I got him a little uh, stuffed lion that, like, plays uh, sounds and music and stuff. And then I got him a toy for the bath. He likes bath time a lot. So it's like a little turtle and it floats in the bath and then the bottom has like holes in it. So when you pull it out of the bath, it's like a little shower so you can just like play around. I would imagine that buying Christmas gifts for like a one-year-old or he's not even one. No, he's two and a half months. Yeah. I would imagine that that's like... You don't have to get him anything. (laughs) Well, he's not going to have any memory. Of you just going out of your way to make him have a Ten, ten years down the road, uh, Beckett's going to be like, oh, Uncle John, thank you uh, for the fucking wood clothes you got me when I was zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll have his own podcast by then, and he'll be talking about how I deeply scarred his life because I got him wood clothes. Um, but shopping for a baby has to be super easy because it's like the one Christmas shopping where you're like never tempted to buy anything for yourself along the way. You know? Dude, have you been in Toys R Us? A couple times. Yeah, I want to buy everything that's in there, man. The thing, the, but that's Babies R Us, I imagine, is not like that. No. Toys R Us, I Yeah. And Justin, you would go hog wild in Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Star Wars Lego. Fuck Lego? Man. Fuck, man. Have you seen the Nerf guns they have now? Like, I'm already, like, I'm already over his, this the age he is. Like, it's cool. He was born. I was at the hospital the night he was born. I've cuddled him a few times. He's so cute. But you just want to skip like but seven yeah. years down the line. Yeah, now I want him to be like four or five so I can buy him a dope-ass Nerf gun that my sister gets super mad about me <laughs> buying him and then we can chase each other around the house and peg each other with Nerf darts. That does sound pretty good. Yeah, dude, it's sick. Like there was this Nerf gun I saw today and it was like, uh, it looked like a Gatling gun from World War One. It actually had a crank on it. Yeah, with like, like a fifth... chain. Yeah. I've seen those. Oh my God. I was like, man, I am going to fuck this kid up with nerf when we get older it's gonna be great well when he gets older i mean i guess technically i'll get older too but you need to be like wearing a like fucking bullet oh buddy clip across yeah, your chest i'm gonna be like rambo a, yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome first blood style but yeah it was really amazing like everything for babies is the cutest like i love babies i'm sure i've talked about that on the show before so it's just very naturally difficult. We, we talk it's, about it every week it's almost. very difficult for me not to uh, not to buy them like every like every ones you're like oh my god that's so cute oh my god that is oh but that's so cute like it was just it was very difficult not to buy everything but i think i'm I think i'm set wow what what did you want 
for yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. Let's reveal our Chris our 2017 Christmas list. Well, I want a Nintendo Switch. Ooh. And I feel pretty confident that I'm gonna get one, and I think that's gonna kind of be my main present because I think I've talked on the show about my projector, right? Yeah. You, well, yeah. no, actually, I don't think you have. Okay, so because that's a new yeah. Edition. My my Black Friday purchase was I bought a projector uh, for my bedroom um, because. Uh, yeah, I live with roommates, and they're lovely, but we share one TV, so sometimes it's nice to just be in my room and watching something on the projector, and because the Nintendo Switch can kind of be played on anything, I'll probably just keep that in my room and play it in there. So yeah, so my main thing is I want a Nintendo Switch. And then what? We're going to talk about what we want most in 2018. Uh, yes. 2018, I want I want to meet Austin. Yeah, are you, are you surprised that that did not happen at the most recent game? No, because he was sick. He was sick on that road trip. Did you trip. try to make it happen? No. Or did you just know he was sick so you didn't even bother? I knew he was sick so I didn't bother. Oh, look at you be a polite boy. I'm a very respectful boy. And Austin is a very good boy. I don't know if you saw that article going around today about all the stuff he's done at Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto for people with cystic fibrosis. I did not see that. His uncle died when he was young and his uncle was the one who got him into hockey and his uncle died of cystic fibrosis. And so uh, as soon as he got to Toronto, he contacted the hospital about being involved with uh, kids with cystic fibrosis. And he's been doing that since That's he's very been nice. in Toronto. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's just a great man. And uh, yeah, so I, in 2018, whether it's in the summer, if I got to fly to Scottsdale uh, and just to hang out and with Jackson it, and Austin. Oh, if Jackson was like, yeah, man, you can come hang Austin's out with me and Austin. Austin's going to be at the house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Or like go golfing. He loves to golf. So I'll play around with Austin. No big deal. Like whatever. So yeah, this now, this is the just, year. This I, is the I year I'm going to be hang. clear that that was I'll play a round with Austin. Yes. And not I'll play around with Austin. Well, just, that too. Yeah. We might just be like playing in the driveway. Maybe we'll get some. Maybe. Just, just wrestling in the front yard. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll throw some bamboo on the fire and just uh, <laughs> just have a sweet old time. Just be like, hey, have you seen my son's clothes? <laughs> Fire. Anyway, you know, you know what the joke is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's, I think, my wish for 2018 is that this is going to be the year that I'm going to meet uh, Austin. Okay. And it'd be nice if the Leafs have a deep playoff run. I don't really know what to ask for for Christmas this year. I think it's probably too late to ask for something at this point because I would imagine that most of the shopping for me has been done already. Oh, so you think that you've dropped enough hints? No. Okay, no. Because like I said, I don't know what I want, so I haven't dropped hints for anything. But the big day is a week away as we record this, so it's a little late. Uh, but I was thinking if I was going to ask it's for something. It's too late to ask for gifts. I would, I would probably ask for a subscription to The Athletic. Oh, yeah. You got to get on that. Uh, I got that from my brother-in-law. I was going to get one. I was going to say, hopefully he's not listening to this. And then I remembered he was deaf before, <laughs> I, before I even said that. <laughs> like, it was just a quick thought flash in my mind where I was like, oh, wait, does Cole listen to this? And I was like, oh, right. No. no, he doesn't listen to no. anything. No, he, he hasn't since he was born. <laughs> um, good yeah, guy, though. I was going to buy Great one guy. at the beginning of the season when they were like 35 or 40% like good guy or something. Though, by the way. Pardon? Sorry, Justin. I just want to go back. John is like, good guy, no. Yeah, good guy. Despite the fact that he's yeah, deaf. Yeah, but you were like, good guy, no. Despite the fact that he's deaf. Like, most deaf people are bad, but no. he's pretty good. I mean, I've met lots of deaf people, and some of them are bad. I mean, I could really take or leave a lot of them, but <laughs> Cole's a real good guy. No, I, it was more just like... No, he I, is. I met, I, I met him. Yeah, he's a he's great... He's super nice. Yeah, super nice guy. Yeah, I've met and, him before, too. And if people don't know that about me, like if they think I'm some like hardened asshole, I do know sign language, so... 
put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, I learned a language for this guy that has sex with my sister, so fuck that. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of dedication. <laughs> yeah, that is dedication. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> also, it shows that <laughs> you are not prejudiced one way or the other. You're not going to show sympathy for someone just because they have a disability. No. They could be an asshole. Absolutely. You really need to do the, the homework and find out. What this 100%. person is all about 100%. beyond the fact that they're deaf. Yeah, don't just assume. Don't just assume. Yeah, no, I think you're. I don't want I mean, to. Like Lou Gehrig was a piece of shit. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Yeah, no, there's some real, uh, there's some real fucking weirdos in the deaf community, but in the hearing community as well. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't like a lot of hearing in every people community. too. Yeah, in every community. <laughs> what? I didn't know I was part of a community. Yeah, you are. Well, we couldn't hear you on that one, so yeah. I don't know that you necessarily are. I'm guessing you did great. Yeah, I'm guessing whatever you said was good. Um, I would assume what you want is to be rescued from ten thousand leagues under the sea right now. <laughs> what, do I sound really shitty right now? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. did for a second. You're back now. It's uh, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand leagues under the well, sea. Well, Stefan's not all the well, way. Down oh, there. he's not all yeah, the way. If down, he was twenty thousand, we then we wouldn't be able him. to hear him at all. Fair. Yeah. Good point. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, okay. I'm going well, with the subscription to the athletic as my sorry, thing, as my Christmas thing, and then for my sports wish for 2018, it's that the Canucks finally win the lottery. And they don't have to win it, win it. Like, I'm not saying number one, but like number two or number three. I don't think that's this year is good. Yeah. Too much Any to of the top for. three, you'd be happy with this year. Yeah. That's for sure. So, Stefan, you're up now. Uh, well, I've, I, I think I'm becoming something of like a sneakerhead, uh, which I recently discovered is not an antiquated uh, racial slur for uh, Scandinavians with huge foreheads. <laughs> like, I got, I got like a pair of like. Nike Air Maxes recently, and I kind of want to get uh, more of those because they're very comfy, and I, I like to wear them. Uh, or maybe a Brock Besser jersey. That would be cool, too. Um, well, I'm getting you a shirt. Then, well, oh, right. Yeah, that's not a gift, though. That's like a legal requirement. Well, yeah, but... Um, the thing about like um, people who are like sneaker collectors, though, it's like and then, you can only wear one at once, you know? Well, two. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> One pair, though. <laughs> That's the thing about sneakers. It's like I've always said, just one at a time. <laughs> Maybe if you had a full-time job, you'd know what it's like to have two shoes. Well, Justin. you know, I have to steal the like uh, the demo one when they just put one on the wall. I can't afford it because I don't work enough. So you, I just you, find a shoe that I like. You, I take the one off the wall. You go to you go to the shoe store and, and they're like, uh, oh, it's weird. I looked in the back and I couldn't find the match for this one. And you're like, oh, that's perfect. Actually, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not gonna go crazy, but just like another pair would be nice. Um, and then my sports wish is similar, to Justin's, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go like realistic. Um. By the way, you want like a top two pick this year, I think. Like three, there's a bit of a drop off, but that's yeah, still true. Good. Yeah, Darlene or Svechnikov would be great. Yeah, uh, but I'm gonna say uh, I, I want like, and these are players that I've been like reading about and watching because um, I I can't. I've been. I mean, obviously, I watch Darlene highlights and Svechnikov highlights, but it's just painful already. You know, I want like a Quinn Hughes or uh, a Philip Zadina uh, or uh, Adam Boquist. 
Exactly. And I think, I think that's probably going to be the top five. Um, yeah. Kachuk, I don't think has been doing as well this year. Although granted he's playing in NCAA. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm setting my, my goals, uh, my, my sports gift for 2018, relatively realistic. Also Benning being fired would be nice too. Yep. Um, but, but that might be out of the question because he has the injury excuse in his back pocket. So, but just another number five pick. You know, let's go with four this time. <laughs> One step at a time, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Exactly. Can't yeah. be greedy with your with your wishes here. No, that's true. No, but no, speaking of Rasmus Dahlin, I have a fun little announcement here that I can make. Uh, that uh, a friend of mine from my Chetwin days is now the English language commentator for the Swedish Elite League. Uh, and he did two sit-down interviews this week, one with Darlene and one with Elias Pettersson. And uh, because he is like the English-language voice who's doing the interviews with them, they wanted a secondary voice to come in and do voiceovers, and uh, I got asked to do that. So there's going to be some big uh, video interviews for the Swedish Elite League, talking to, you know, the two big prospects over there, the, you know, the number one pick in the draft, and, of course, the guy that Canucks fans are already obsessed with in Pedersen. And initially, I thought I was just going to be doing, like, newsman voiceovers over some, like, highlights or whatever. But, uh, John, you kind of uh, steered me towards the direction of what it probably is going to be. But, of course, they speak Swedish, and they want an English voice to come in and dub over their answers. And uh, yes, that is what I am going to do. So, <laughs> Well, but honest, now that I'm thinking about it, they should know English well enough. Like most European hockey players, like Pedersen was speaking English after the draft. Yeah. yeah he speaks fluent English. Yeah. So maybe, it is, just, so maybe it is. Maybe it like, is just voiceovers over yeah. top of clips and stuff. Yeah, okay, maybe. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, originally that was my thought was that you'd be, it'd be like, uh, so Elias, like how's your year going? And you'd be like, well, my year has been going bit, and they're like, "Oh, that, that's a weird." That voice. I'm the English voice of <laughs> Rasmus Dali. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, no, it's probably not that. You're right. It is actually probably what you thought. Now well, that I think but, about it, because they should both be fluent in English. But I was going to say they have said that it, I might not be doing the Darlene video because they've reached out to Nicholas Lidstrom to see if he will do the voiceover for right. it. Right, and he probably won't. And if he doesn't, it will be me. So maybe it is doing the dubbing of Swedish answers. Then. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it would have been responding to English questions. No, it must be like a voice. No, it must be like a voiceover, like just explaining their season and stuff. Like yeah. maybe they reached out to Lidstrom to be talk about like how impressive they are or something maybe. like that. Like, but I do. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's usually how like they pick people for stuff. It's like, oh, should we get the, uh, the hall of famer who's won three Stanley cups and is regarded as possibly the best defenseman of all time? Uh, or Justin. <laughs> but Can I give you my guess, Justin? Sure. Uh, I think what it is is um, they'll be doing uh, their interviews in English, so Pedersen and Darlene will be speaking in English, and you're going to be dubbing them over in Swedish. <laughs> the Swedish guys speaking English, and they have you dubbing over in Swedish. I, I would love to do that. I like that. I've spoken some Swedish before. I used to do interviews of curlers, and I interviewed a couple Swedish curlers, and I just did some questions in Swedish for fun. I do just want people to know that this is not a bit. 
it is very real that you're that, doing that this. if they cannot get Nicholas Lidstrom, yeah, yeah. that I am the backup choice behind Nicholas Lidstrom. I think one thing I think that's really cool about this is like when good things happen to me, we put it at the end of the show when everyone's already stopped listening, and then when something cool happens to you, we put it right in the middle. I'm not pl- smart, I'm not plugging this. I'm just saying. I mean, it's kind of a plug. I mean, I could have said like, "Hey, I'm opening for Nikki well, Glaser," but I didn't. Well, we were just talking about. Darlene, so it seemed like a oh. perfect opportunity to bring it up. A perfect opportunity that you planned before the show started. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but you were part of the planning nah, process. I don't give a you shit. didn't bring up these gripes at the time. I know, and I, they're not legitimate gripes. <laughs> just, doing, just doing a little bit. I really, don't, yeah, I really don't care. Look at forward all. to that in a couple of weeks here. Uh, I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Uh, speaking of voiceovers, we got a great clip of the week. We do, week. we do. Yeah, speaking of. Uh, of yeah, I guess it's voiceovers. Two I mean, radio it's, it's broadcasters. broadcasters, but yeah, yeah. This was uh, from the outdoor game, of the NHL Centennial Celebration that was played uh, in Ottawa this past weekend. I really wanted to watch this game, and I didn't yeah, get I a chance it. to because. It looked like, at least from the practices that they were taking in the days leading up to it, that the visuals were going to be spectacular. Yeah, like they were playing right in front of Parliament Hill, basically. Yeah, right. That's yeah. where the practices were. Yeah, I think the game was some was at a stadium though, wasn't it? I think okay. it was just the practices and the alumni game where and stuff like was the at Rideau Parliament Canal Hill or yeah. on Parliament rather. And then I think the game was at the football. Oh yeah, you're probably right I th- about I that. I think I'm pretty sure that's I, right. I wouldn't know because I didn't watch, but I wanted to. Uh, but for those who wanted to watch and couldn't, yeah, it was at Lansdowne Park and tuned in on the radio instead. You were treated to. What I think is going to be, I would be surprised if this is not in our clip of the year conversation in a couple weeks time. Of course, it is a pretty packed field that it will have to beat out. But I think between recency bias and just the overall quality of this clip, it is going to amass a ton, a ton of votes in clip of the year voting. Uh, And this is uh, Senators radio announcers Dean Brown and Gord Wilson. Dean and Gord. Talking about the... That is the most fun Canadian combo I've ever heard. (laughs) And they are talking about the numerous ways you can get in touch with the broadcast via social media. That, uh, to stay tuned after Gordon and I are done, it's the TSN 1200, Jim K. Ford Lincoln Senators postgame show. Ian Mendez, Sean Simpson, calls, questions, emails, Tinder, Twitter, Grinder, all the social media stuff. They'll have that going on after the game tonight. Grinder? Well, I don't know what any of them do, so I just mentioned them all. <laughs> is Grinder a thing? I guess so. I don't know what it is. But. <laughs> I can only imagine what's found on Grinder or who's found on Grinder. Wow. All right. I think it probably has something to do with, you know, those mix masters that have a grinder do. attachment. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Probably all the things you can grind with one of those machines. Cheese, vegetables. <laughs> I don't know. Matcher. Yeah. We'll get to Matt to figure out what that is and let us know uh, what grinder actually is. I just, I've heard it, so I know it's part of the social media thing. Okay. Not that I'm old and not into this. But yeah, no, you are. Oh, yeah. Let's not deny that. I'm not quite as old and not into it as I am, but... You're getting there. Okay, <laughs> so the one guy definitely knows what it is, right? Because the color he, guy? Yeah, because he says, like, ah, oh, you never know what or who you'll find on yeah. there. Like, he seems to suggest that he knows. And, and I like that the other guy legitimately thinks it's an app that's connected to a food processor. Yeah. Um, the color guy. The color guy it's is. It's tough, I think. 
he might be because he says Tinder too, right? Yes, he said no. He says Twitter. He, he says Tinder, Twitter, and Grindr. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's an off chance that he has heard like his kids or you know some like younger friends or something speak talking about this, right? Uh, and just assumes maybe he vaguely knows their dating apps or, or who knows, but he just knows they're like these apps. Yeah. So. I think it's possible. He may have also just added himself on TV, which is which is great too. Well, you know? Gord Wilson, who's the color guy there, I do think that you're right, John, that he does know because the things that he's saying are like what well, he laughs immediately are too on the nose. Yeah, when he's like, uh, it's not that you're like too old and not into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is itself like a pretty fucking hilarious thing to yeah. say. Well, he also uh, yeah, and he like, laughs. But not too, as yeah. not into this as I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that is uh, the best part of that clip for me though. Is clearly it's either the producer or the intern that they're tasked with. Uh, yeah. Find out what grinder yeah, is. Let's and get uh, back we'll, to us. we'll ask Sean uh, what grinder <laughs> is, and then we'll, uh, we'll like. I like to imagine that later in the game, they're like, uh, "So we've uh, spoken to Sean. Uh, turns out it's an app for gay men who are looking to hook up." <laughs> Street, just straight, like straight faced. Oh man, oh. that's a great, yeah, just real good stuff. And yeah. I just love the idea that he didn't look into it at all. Like he was just like, oh, I don't really know what it is, but I've heard people talking about it, so uh, I'll just throw it out there on TV. Uh, I've heard or it on the radio mentioned on the internet before. Yeah, uh, we have. When a... I first heard about this clip, I assumed it was like caught on like a hot mic. Right, but it's right. just talking about it during the game, which is amazing. Yeah, so funny. We have a second clip here as well because uh, if I want to sneak this one in for for voting eligibility, we have to play it today as well. I don't think it's as funny as the the one we just heard there, but it is definitely it's cool. cool. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. I wouldn't say it's funny, but it's cool. And I wish that we got to hear things like this more often because it's like I can't think of getting a full back and forth player dialogue during a play before. Like yeah, not this. during the NFL. No. Uh, this is an exchange between Clay Matthews and Cam Newton uh, during the Green Bay-Carolina game from this past week. And uh, hopefully you should be able to make it out right here. It's not a wheel route. Oh, it's the fake wheel route. Christian McCaffrey, 7-0 Carolina. Yeah, it's so great. So Clay Matthews is the linebacker for Green Bay, and he calls out, it's that wheel route, it's that wheel route. And Cam Newton turns to him and he says, oh, you've been watching film, huh? And Clay Matthews says, yeah. And then he says, that's cool. Watch this. And, and immediately then, throws a slant pass yeah. to McCaffrey for a touchdown. Wide open for yeah. a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I love that. The only thing I can think of that was like a clear back and forth that I really liked was in the – and it wasn't quite to do with a play, but was in the the one season of NHL 24-7 when Steve Ott and Claude Giroux were betting on who was going to win more face-offs. And because uh, Steve Ott was talking about, it was like their first face-off against each other. And Steve Ott was like, I'm probably going to win this. And Giroux was like, I don't know. I'm pretty good in face-offs. And Steve Ott's like, have you checked NHL.com lately? I'm in the top three. <laughs> and Giroux's like, oh, that's great. He's like, I don't normally check who wins face-offs on the, on the internet, but sure. Like, and then I think Ott's like, 100 bucks a face-off. And Giroux's like, okay, sure. <laughs> 
So that was that was a good one that I thought was like, and then they showed them a couple more times, like before every time they faced off against each other, they were like beaking each other about the face off. That's great. No, I, I like I like like friendly, like amicable trash talk yeah. like this, you know? Yeah. Where there's clearly uh, a level of fun and respect going on yeah. as opposed to just like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. So I'm going to bury you in the ground. <laughs> two, two little clips this week to sneak in before uh, we, we do our voting on clip of the year. Yeah. Um, so get those votes in. Head on over to the Facebook group. But in the meantime, uh, speaking of points tabulated for the end of the year hey. i think it's time we head on over to our top three questions of the week hey yo it's the top three questions of the week on real good show you know what the fuck it is bitch <laughs> we murdering cfl podcasts up in this motherfucker russell look out anything good in the mailbag this week john you know it, baby. There is not. Okay. Uh, so here we go. We got, uh, we're getting real close to the end of the year. It's a real fight, a real dog fight at the top of the leaderboard for the prize package of T-shirts and whatever the hell else I decide to send you from the collection of real good show garbage I have in my yeah, room. I'll say, because uh, everyone on the, on the top of the list is a fucking dog. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all got that. Okay. That's why it's a dog fight? I don't know playing dog fight yeah it's uh that wasn't your best work uh you probably wish that the wi-fi would have cut out when you said that <laughs> uh i'm going i'm going through a tunnel right now i can't hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right our first question of the week comes in the 100 point question and he is on this list this moves him up to 400 points comes in from at Rad Villainy on Twitter, and he writes, uh, what sport would look the coolest if all the athletes were wearing sunglasses? Ooh. What sport? I mean, baseball, they kind of are. Yeah, but none of them wear cool sunglasses. They wear those, like, lame-ass, like, Oakley. Yeah. Like, back in the 90s, I feel like they were wearing those, like, rainbow reflector wrap glasses. Oh, yeah. Awful. Yeah, they are so bad. So, yeah, baseball, yes, they do wear sunglasses, but it's not ideal. I think tennis would be pretty sick because you could get away with maybe needing to wear them in the sun. And then you're also just like making all these like Roger Federer wearing sunglasses would look cool. And as after hell. like a huge smash, you can like yeah. put your glasses down a yeah. little bit and then like push them back. <laughs> yeah. Up. And yeah, and like, you know that like Federer would just have like a classy pair of like nice aviators and like Nadal would have those like over the head Oakley's. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um with uh biathlon. Uh but only the little round glasses, so it looks like they're all blind. <laughs> so when they That's shoot, fine. you're worried that they might like hit a face. Yeah, and then it's like, oh that's really impressive. Uh, you can't you're blind. Yeah. I mean that would be dangerous. Those are the ones that don't have like uh like you know, I don't even know what it's called. The the bridge that goes back to your ear there. It's just like clips onto your nose. Arms? Yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah. I don't wear arms. glasses. I don't fucking know what they're called. Arms. Blind, yeah. blind, blind people glasses have arms. Oh. Yeah. But I know the ones yeah, you're talking about. I think yeah. maybe they're... You're talking about like the pinch nez or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, really like Morpheus in the Matrix. That's what I was imagining when you were yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it, but I think the blind, the you know, the typical oh, yeah. blind guy sunglasses. <clears throat> yeah, they the wear the ones. Yeah, right, like right, right. Yeah, it's like uh, the John Lennon glasses. Yes. Yeah, but darker. Yep. 
Um, I'm going to go with football because I feel like underneath the helmets, it would be pretty great. Like it's the one, it's probably the one sport where you need it the least, and probably would be the most uncomfortable having it underneath. Your oh, helmet. definitely uncomfortable. Um, but I just think like if after, like how great would any touchdown pass be? When you like cut to the quarterback afterwards, and he's wearing fucking sunglasses twenty four seven. Yeah, that's true. It'd be like the Smoke and Jay Cutler meme, but just like all the time with yeah. every quarterback. Oh, especially like night games, they're all still wearing sunglasses underneath the helmets. Yeah. I'm all about it. Signing like up it. for uh, sunglass football. All right. Question number two comes in from Junior. His first time appearing in this, or I guess I should say he or she or they, whatever, uh, comes in from at uh, vicinity Van City. And uh, they ask, uh, what would every other Canadian city's dart guy look like in your mind? So for those of you who are maybe not familiar, there was a guy who gained internet fame last year. Earlier this uh, year. Or sorry, yeah, earlier this year when the Leafs were making their playoff run against the Washington Capitals. They cut to him in the crowd and he had full Leafs face paint on and uh, unlit cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Because he was so stressed out. he was so stressed out about the game. And now he is a radio personality in Toronto. Is he actually? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah, he's on TSN radio with uh, Todd Shapiro. Like every day? No, on the the weekend they have like a saturday saturday afternoon show or something like that because shapiro after dark guy happened he went on shapiro's show a bunch and shapiro just like really liked him he's a, like very knowledgeable dude like solid guy and so now they have a yeah they have a sports show on tsn damn i, TSN need, to, Radio. I need to figure out my gimmick so yeah I can, you need a dark guy man yeah get well get okay that. vancouver it would be it would be a blunt <laughs> yes definitely yeah or joint you, guy or it would be a, like a vape pen yeah. And it would be a regular season game. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of those games like recently where the Canucks have been getting their ass handed to them. Yeah, seven uh, one blowout, half the section is cleared out and he's just lighting up a joint. Yeah, it's like the guy in Letterkenny's name is Joint Boy. It'd be like that, like joint guy. Apparently Besser's gonna be back just in time for our uh, our big night out with my dad. Oh so. nice. Yeah. I can't wait. That we get that to look forward to, as That'll, opposed to like a ten nothing drubbing at the hands of the Blackhawks. Otherwise, yeah, that'll be good. I feel like a Montreal Montreal dark guy would just have more cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I said. Justin thought that he would have a baguette. Yeah, I thought I I I was imagining baguette guy. Yeah, like our buddy Jake Goldsby, who snuck like an entire charcuterie board into a Blue Jays game. Well, he didn't sneak it in. You're allowed to bring outside food That's into the true. Jays game. That's now. true. He just brought but it in. But he brought a charcuterie board. An entire board. charcuterie board. So, yeah, in my estimation, Montreal dark guy has like a full-on French baguette and like a big thing of pâté. And a beret. Yes, definitely a beret. That went without saying, John. Okay, I'm sorry. I think we all were picturing that. Okay, well, just <laughs> making sure. I think uh, Calgary's... Newfoundland, he's, uh, he's kissing a cod. <laughs> cod guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Calgary's would be a racist guy. It's just a white man wearing a cowboy hat yeah. and uh, oppressing a minority. Yeah, <laughs> too, actually. Yeah, that's actually both Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, and all he's, he's just talking about, can you believe this fucking guy is still our mayor? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just a Calgary guy trying to pronounce Nahid Nenshi. 
<laughs> uh, Winnipeg, I think we can all agree we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there's any stereotypes for Winnipeg. Well, Winnipeg's is probably a snowsuit guy. Winnipeg's is probably even more racist than Calgary guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it, well, it's snowsuit guy, but he's like sweating because he put the snowsuit on in the morning and then it got really hot out. Yes, exactly. Um, well, no, it's, like, it's just a different type of racism. In Winnipeg, it's racism towards First Nations people. That's true, but empirically, I believe that Winnipeg is like the most racist place in Canada. They've, oh, probably. They've done studies on it. Sure, that's yeah. a thing you can study. Yeah, I'll back it up yeah. with, uh, with some <laughs> yeah. you know, academic study that I cannot cite, Yeah, but I'm sure exists. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like a beeping machine. They just point at the city. They go to the city limits, and they just like sweep it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this city's super racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have their uh, radar. Ray star. What's Ottawa guy, though? Uh, Ottawa guy is an empty seat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cigarette is just floating there like in a Wiley Coyote cartoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ottawa's his seat guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck Eugene Melnick. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, okay, 300-point question uh, comes in, and this is a, now he's taking a commanding 300-point lead. He's just been on fire. I feel like guilty almost for featuring him every week, but he just but has he, the best questions. What can you do? It's a meritocracy. Uh, it might be the only true meritocracy there is. That's absolutely true. That is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why Ajit Pai is trying to shut us down. <laughs> Uh, this comes in from Doug Exeter at Doug Exeter. And uh, he says, here's the situation. You must change bodies slash existences with a current pro athlete. The catch is if they find you and stab you, they get their life back and you die. Who do you pick to maximize survival and lifestyle? So they, they turn into me. Yeah, yes. they become you and you become them. So I guess we're because the only thing that I the only wrinkle I'm 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 seeing here is that you're going to be playing the games. So like the, them taking over your body, they're going to know where you are like a hundred times a year or yeah. more. So are we just assuming that like arena security will always subdue that person? I mean, could I get on the field and stab Drew Stafford during a Lions game? I don't think so. Who's Matthew Stafford? Yeah, sorry. I was Who's thinking Drew Stafford? Stafford. I was like, uh, they, you're thinking of the Winnipeg Jets. He also liner. played in Buffalo. That's or, true. No, but, I, Matthew, but, yeah, Matt but Matthew Stafford plays in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> I'm just in a big mess right now. Yes. But yes, you're right. I was thinking of, yes, Matthew Stafford, and I got him <laughs> mixed up with the right. hockey player. So again, okay, and then I guess tr- that's also true that like they're really taking a chance because yeah. they'd get thrown in jail if they get caught. Yeah. Like trying to stab you. Well, I'm trying to think of someone who was like enormously paid, but not that good. So for whom, like, if I took over their body and was not that good, like people would be like, it wouldn't be like, wow, what a precipitous fall from grace. It's like, oh yeah, I could see how things were trending in that direction for a oh, while. Oh, well, I'm guessing that like... Oh, you... we stay as good as they are. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing it's like a, like a Space Jam situation where you like trade essences. Yeah. Because it says you, you change bodies slash existences. Okay, so I keep his talent. Yeah, you keep their body and their talent, and they're you, but their whole goal now in life is it's to stab just, you, to, stab to, get, me. to get their life back. Yes. I'm going to choose uh, Russell Westbrook, just because I think he's like a bit of a freak, and he's cagey, and like he's got a great life. 
Uh, so I would just think he'd be real difficult to stab, like if you wanted to. He's kind of a freak athlete. Yeah, I guess this question has come down to who is the hardest person to stab. Mm-hmm. Slash, like, I would do. slash like someone whose life you would also want. Yes. Yeah. Here's here's what I would do is I would get myself banned from the United States, uh, and I get deported back to Canada, and then I would switch bodies with like Jared Goff. So I can just like chill in LA and be like a quarterback on like one of the best teams in football. And then Stefan Goff can't come down to get me because he's banned at the border. True. But now that, that requires a lot of preemptive work though. And I'm not sure that you have time for that. I could easily get banned from it, the United it, States. I've it, already it, ordered a pressure cooker on the internet. So. <laughs> but it might be that like, uh, you know, like they, they, uh, uh, I'm assuming you're being offered this by like a genie, essentially. Sure. Yeah, there's always some trick. That they, yeah, you know? that, that you weren't expecting this to happen. You just happened upon this genie and you've been offered it immediately and you have to do it right away. You don't have time to ban yourself at the border. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd still do that, I think. I think, I, I mean, I, you know, I think it'll be close, but I'm pretty sure Jared Goff could take me in a fight, so. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I'm going to go with Joe Flacco. Why? What? Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm not giving up a bunch, like, age-wise, where I'm, like, kissing my life away by like jumping into the body of an older person. He's like similar to me in age. He's two years older than me and extru- like enormously well-paid. True. And like I said, like I'm not entirely sold on the idea that I am going to hang on to all of his mental acumen because I'm still my own brain, like consciously on the inside. I'm still my own brain and I'm not that good of a quarterback, but neither is he. So... There's no real problem there. I, I, it's the same mindset that I had earlier with Matthew Stafford. And maybe, oh, fuck, which one of those guys is better paid? Who's, who's, oh, Stafford's who's better Who's richer? Paid. Yeah, it probably is Stafford. Maybe but I Flacco's made Stafford. more money to this point. But I think overall Stafford's contract is bigger. Yeah. It would be Eli Manning because he would just wake up as you and be like, hey, I, this is my life now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not a bad idea. And then I got to coast off the fact that he already won those Super Bowls. I was just thinking if I was Joe Flacco, I would get to like make jokes about being elite all the time. Right. Uh, which would be fun for a little while anyways, maybe. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, Stefan, I think you really stumbled onto it. Eli Manning is not going to be able to find me and stab me in his body ever. Well, he's not in his body. He's in your body. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I meant find me in his body. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yes. But the problem with Eli Manning is, like, he's done. Yeah, I know. Okay, you don't care about the about, actual About the athletic the part. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I just want the money and the lifestyle. Uh, okay. Playing the sport is not that important to me. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then I'll probably just, I don't know. I think I would become, like, enormously paranoid and reclusive in fear that the real Eli is out there. Even though I know he's too stupid to ever find me, I would just buy like a like a rooftop penthouse and go like Howard Hughes crazy up there. Just like don't even give him the opportunity to find me. I see. Yeah. 
I uh, I would just like to let the record show that you are allowed to have any pro athlete's life, and your first thought was Joe Flacco. <laughs> I just like I just like to let the record reflect that that was your choice. <laughs> I mean, I could be LeBron. That would be fun. Well, yeah, too. you could. Yeah, but you chose Joe Flacco. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> or like Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. You could do a lot of comedy things. Yeah. But th- that's like, see, I wouldn't choose that because then there's like a possibility that I could get stabbed. At a show. At like the UCB. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to get stabbed at the field for a, you know. No. A Ravens game. Probably not. Yeah. Okay, well. I'm thinking about the stabbings, John. I yeah, got my yeah. own safety in mind hey, here. Not what would be the most fun. Sure, man. Yeah. But with that, we will go from there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Did I did I already go with the instant pot for one episode? No. Yes. I don't you, think so. You talked about it for sure, but yeah, maybe you didn't choose it. I feel like you did. I forget if I chose it. I can't oh, fuck, I'll choose it for a second time if I did no, choose it. No, it was exactly. delivered to you during an episode, but I don't think you'd used it yet or talked about right. it. Right. No, that was, that was the crock pot. All right, what yeah, a, I, what a mistake. I feel like you did talk about it, but anyway, it doesn't matter. What a you mistake can, that was, ordering a crock pot. You can pick it again. I told you. Yeah, you guys are right. I know, I know, you guys are right. The Instant Pot, the crock pot is only like 20 bucks, so whatever, but um, the Instant Pot is fantastic. I'm eating some tomato soup that I made in it right now. Right. Um, made I made some jambalaya yesterday. Can't think of two things I hate more than tomato soup and cooking things in a pot. No, you like. I thought you liked the instant pot, don't you? Nope. Well, I don't know. I've never tried it. Do you like pressure cookers? No. No, he hates. uh, He hates crock pots. Yeah, crock pots are for poor people. But I don't know that you've ever tried a pressure cooker before. I haven't. It's definitely worth it. The the instant pot Pot is is super legit. Yeah, you think it's good? I made cold pork in twenty minutes. Yeah, but I don't. Twenty minutes. Usually it takes me like 70. No, two hours. Sorry. Not 20 minutes. It's well, like two hours. That's, those are two very different, difference, uh, very different times. A much- the, the, the jambalaya was 20 minutes and the Irish stew was like 40 minutes. Anyway, it's, it's, fucking, it's a miracle. Where are you getting your recipes from? Uh, I bought a cookbook and I also just Google Instant Pot recipes, ah, okay. but the cookbook is good. Okay. So. I should do that too. Yeah, it seems like you haven't recommended yeah. your Instant Pot. I'm looking back through past okay. episodes right now on the blog. Um, I am going to Thank recommend you. an album. Okay. And that album is Pop 2 by Charlie XCX. I knew you were going to do this. Um, because it's very good. <laughs> it's very great. Well, I really like Charlie XCX's first album. And then the last couple like mixtapes and albums she's done, I didn't particularly enjoy. Uh, I always felt like she was promising a huge amount of talent on her first album that didn't quite get there. And then her subsequent albums really confused me because I was like, oh, this is way worse. She's doing weird shit and I don't like it. 
Uh, this feels like the full like realization of her like talents. The first track, Justin, you'll love. It's called Backseat, and it features uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. And it's a great track. And the second track, Out of My Head with Tova Lowe, is also phenomenal. And uh, yeah, just the, the whole record is fantastic. I really, really like it. Um, so check it out. Pop 2, Charlie XCX. If, you, if you're a pop music fan, you'll love it. All right. Uh, well, I, w- I thought I would be here today to recommend Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Uh, but I did not really enjoy it, I don't think. I don't, I'm still split on how I feel about it overall. Well, you'll I have might, to see it three I, more I times. I might need to see it again <laughs> to decide whether I come down on the negative or positive side, but it's somewhere in the middle. I don't feel great about it overall. Uh, and, you know, I could tell you that if you want a space adventure that is a guaranteed good time, you could go see Thor Ragnarok, but I've already done that. Uh, so I'm going to recommend an album for which I've already recommended the lead single, but the album hadn't come out yet at the time, and it is now out, and I do enjoy it very, very much, and that is Lotta Sea Lice by Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett. Um, you didn't recommend that? I know you recommended the one I song. I recommended the single, yeah, right. but not the whole album. Okay. And I'm going to take that opportunity to do that right now. Uh, two of my favorite people who got together and apparently enjoy each other as much as I do uh, and uh, have put out this wonderful record together and are going to be touring together for it, which I'm really excited for as well. I have seen Courtney Barnett live before, and she's great, and I'm really excited to see Kurt Vile at some point too, and hopefully together when they come through town to promote this record, which is once again called... Lot of Sea Lice by Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates have been Heather and Ben. Our interns, well, we don't really have any interns anymore. Uh, Sad times around here on the intern front. But our producer is Daniel Cazetto, who for a second straight week has been in the room with us and said absolutely nothing. He's a pro. He's a real consummate professional. More like Daniel Cazette pro, am I right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, If you want to support the show, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. We are recording a donor mailbag immediately after we stop this episode, so you can look forward to that in the days ahead. And of course, our big Christmas spectacular is coming your way next week after Christmas has already happened, and there will probably be some additional goodies that come out of that little recording session as well, so look forward to that. Like Santa Claus from last year. He may be making a return appearance. We're not quite sure yet. But uh, look look forward to that. If you want to find us online, we are on Twitter at Real Good Show. The Facebook group, one more time, is facebook.com slash group slash Real Good Show. The website is realgoodshow.com. And, of course, it always helps the program if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us a little bump in their algorithm. And, of course, you could just tell people about the show, that it exists and that you like it and that you think they might like it as well. That is always a huge help. Um, John, would you like to plug something before we wrap up? Pass. No, nothing no, I'm to plug. Uh, I will be at Yuck Yucks this weekend. The episode will come out on Wednesday, so if you're in Vancouver, come check it out. I'm just emceeing, but uh, it's being headlined by Jane Stanton, who's great. Uh, they cut back the shows because of the holiday season, so there's just one Friday at 8, one Saturday at 9.30. Uh, so come on down if you're free and, and of course, some laughs before Christmas. And of course, you are still opening for Nikki Glazer. And I am opening for Nikki Glazer as part of the Just for Laughs Northwest Festival, March 8th to 10th uh, at Yuck Yucks. So get your tickets. Nikki is super, super funny and just a really amazing person as well. So get into it. Stefan, anything you want to plug? 
Uh, I think the last episode of Little Alex Jones comes out tomorrow, which is Tuesday, uh, which is yesterday, uh, if you're listening to this episode on Wednesday. All right. Are you sad that it's over? Uh, yeah, but we're, we're working on some other cool stuff, so... Are you excited? Are you excited to see that kid like pop up in movies and TV shows and stuff in the future and be like, "I made him." Oh, he he's legitimately very talented. So, well, he's gonna owe his career to you. You know that, right? Yeah, he's no. I mean, he's. I had nothing to do with it. There a finder's fee. He wrote all of it too. (laughs) He's very smart. He, he wrote it. All right. Uh, he came down to it and he wrote all of it. And I didn't, I actually didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that's so funny to me. Anyways, uh, you can find these little Swedish Elite League things that I was talking about earlier at some point in the future. I'm sure I have no idea. But uh, until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stephen Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Soup. Stabbings. I just assumed you were going to say a thing that was near you, so I tried. No, to we just talked about stabbings. So, and we also talked about soup, I guess. But. Did we? Yeah, he made tomato soup in the Oh yeah, pot. of course, right. And he's eating it right now. I didn't even realize. It's oh. all right, buddy. Well, yeah. I was just. This was where I was like, really. That was my. That was my galactic brain, where I was yeah. like, oh, Stefan usually chooses something that's near him, but I can't see him normally, so it's impossible for me to choose. But he actually revealed what was near him, so I'll say it, and then he fucked up. So. Yeah. No, I. I really like your attempt there. When I'm when I'm back uh, uh, later this week, I come back in like three days, so I'm very excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd be excited to see you too. We're gonna do an episode tomorrow, and. Uh, then we can all pick something off the table together.
Twitter, Grinder, all the social media stuff. They'll have that going on after the game tonight. Grinder? 